The Sports Voice, Country 103.9 WRBI, welcomes you to exciting coverage of area high school basketball action. Time now for WRBI's Countdown to Tip-Off. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, from South Ripley High School for tonight's ORBC championship matchup between the Jacksonville Eagles coming in at 16-5 and against the home team tonight, the South Ripley Raiders coming in at 12-9. and Championship implications, the Eagles 5-0 and in the conference wrap up a championship with a victory. The Raiders 4-1 and in the conference can force a three-way tie with Jacksonville and South Ripley with a victory. This is Rob Moorhead joined by my partner Bryce Kendrick and we are so glad you've joined us for the final regular season game of the 21-22 season. Tonight's game on WRBI is being brought to you by the following sponsors. Garings, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Great Plains Communications, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Ison's Family Pizza, Bruns Gutswiller, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Hurt and Elko, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC, Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, Margaret Mary Health, Guys Electronics, Appliances, Bedding and Furniture, and Ivy Tech Community College. Bryce, we have a fantastic crowd this evening. We had a great JV game. We just introduced seniors for senior night. Great night to be at a ball game here at South Ripley. No question about that. Let's uh, quickly mention what happened in that JV game. Raiders led 26-15 at the half. But the Eagles come back to post a 50-49 to victory. It was two free throws by Caleb White with six seconds left. He bo- hit both ends of the one-and-one one to give Jacksonville the one-point margin of victory. He finished with 20 points. Brother Corbin White had 11. And uh, on the South Ripley side, Ethan Johnson with 15. Gavin Binion scored 12. And we can only hope that the varsity contest is just as exciting as the JV game was tonight. Indeed, Bryce. Thank you for running down that JV game. It was close. Came down to the very last seconds. And the Eagles come away with a victory. Bryce, the Eagles JV team ends the season with a record of 15-6, and 5-1 and one in the ORBC, second behind Southwestern. The Raider JV drops to 9-11. and 11. They finish 4-2 and two in third place in the ORBC. You know, one little anomaly, and I think it really is kind of an anomaly with these two teams, is that they aren't playing for a third time. It seems like more times than not, they end up playing in the Ripley County Tournament. That didn't happen this year, and you go back to what happened during the Turkey Shootout, a game which saw an incredible number of wild point swings. Uh, South Ripley had a pretty sizable lead in that one. Jacksonville came out, had a great third quarter. Uh, inside shooting for Jacksonville certainly was a key for that. Uh, for, for them. Both teams left a lot of points on the floor as far as free throws were concerned. Uh, but, uh, you know, these two teams don't look quite the same as they did back in back in uh, November. You know, Jacksonville, the Dickman kid, was not playing for the Eagles. South Ripley is playing a younger lineup than they were back then. So, um, you know, we could go back and pull some numbers out of that first game. But honestly, Rob, I don't think it means a whole lot. I don't either, Bryce. Through the course of the season, teams take shape. And that's what's interesting about this rivalry is typically these two teams play the first game of the year and the last game of the year. And typically, Bryce, the teams are completely different by that second game when they match up once again. And, uh, yeah, I think it'll be an interesting ball game tonight. It's going to be interesting to see what kind of strategy we see. Both these teams know each other well. These coaches know each other's personnel well. I think we'll see South Ripley maybe do a few things differently tonight to try to combat what Jacksonville brings to the table in Caleb Simon and Wyatt Day. It'll be interesting to see if those adjustments that I think we're going to see have any impact on the game. But, uh, you know, it, it's the game right before sectional. Both these teams staring ahead 
to next week. But but this game has serious implications, oh. and it means a whole lot because both these teams would like to be in on that ORVC championship. No question. I mean, Jacksonville has run the table so far. They're sitting undefeated. This, of course, their last game. South Ripley continued to build up their resume after an early loss, so they are sitting position now to where if they beat the Jacksonville Eagles, they tie along with the Southwestern Rebels. It's a three-way split, which uh, that doesn't happen every day in the ORVC. But uh, this type of game, I mean, not only does it have conference title implications, but this is the kind of game that can really get you ready for the sectional because this is a one-and-done kind of atmosphere here tonight. Uh, I was talking to Tyler Teasing earlier today, and I said, you know, they're all championship games from here on out. Yeah, exactly. every, game has, every game has significance now, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how these teams rise at a challenge. Bryce, they couldn't ask for a better atmosphere. you got the band playing tonight, cheerleaders from both sides. The stands are packed on both sides. I understand the parking lot is packed as well. Yes. So uh, it's a great atmosphere for some high school basketball tonight. And, and the pretzel bites were still nice and toasty. With a little mustard yes. on the side. I heard you almost stole the mustard right out of the concession I did. stand. I did. So. I'm a fan of mustard. Well, Bryce, you were able to catch up with both coaches prior to the game, so why don't we take our first time out of the night. When we come back, we'll have the pregame coaches' interviews right here for you as we get ready for a great matchup tonight between South Ripley and Jacksonville. We'll be back after this two-minute timeout. You're listening to High School Basketball on the Sports Voice of Southeast Indiana Country 103.9 WRBI. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. It's a recognized importance to any community, to society as a whole, to take care of one another. A century of care. And continuously, you're right throughout the entire history of DCMH, the community has stepped up and said, we believe in this, we believe in this institution, we believe in this building, and we're going to invest our time, our money in its future. Marking the 100th anniversary of Decatur County Memorial Hospital, dcmh.net slash 100. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwasher, Scarings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. Is your business network equipped to handle 2022? Get fast, reliable internet now with speeds up to 1 gig. From small storefronts to large enterprise, schools, and healthcare, Great Plains Communications scalable technology solutions are ready to fit your needs. With local teams backed by over a century of experience, local service with a global connection. Contact us today at 833-341-2324 or gpcom.com. Speeds and availability may vary by location. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. 
Welcome back, everyone, to South Ripley High School Inverse Sales, getting ready for a big ORVC conference battle as we wrap up the 2021-22 regular season. As Clint Bowman, head coach of the Jacksonville Eagles, joining us in the WRBI pregame show. And, Coach, team right now is playing some pretty good basketball on a six-game winning streak. Yeah, we are finally able to put a run together here. You know, we played some really tough competition there uh, the beginning of the year. And um, so never were able to string many victories together. You know, I think our longest win streak was three. So um, got into some uh, conference opponents and, and upcoming sexual opponents and, and uh, were able to win a few in a row. And then we won a really tough one there Wednesday against Covenant Christian, who came down Wednesday and played us. So feeling pretty good at this point. Uh, got to keep it going, though. Let's talk a little bit about each of the last two games that you played, the victory over Milan, and I know they had only had one win. Slow start. That's kind of been our thing here lately. Uh, got down 10-1 to 1 in the first quarter, about four minutes in the game. Um, for some reason, we just can't make a basket in the first four minutes of a game here. So, um, you know, we were able to up the pressure, a um, little half-court trap there in the second quarter, and we had a big second quarter. And then, you know, we're just able to, to kind of maintain that lead and, and win pretty comfortably. Uh, gets Kevin and Christian also playing from behind in that one. You end up, I think, taking a lead into the fourth quarter. They come back to tight to send it to overtime. How did the last minute or so of regulation play out? Well, the, the beginning of the game, we just weren't ready for that type of defense. You know, they, they play a really, really tough schedule. Um, anytime you get a team that comes down from Indianapolis, you know they're going to be they're going to be strong, they're going to be fast, they're going to be physical. So we just weren't prepared for that, and and we were making passes that you know were there in uh, in the previous couple games and just weren't there. They were closing passing lanes really quick, and you know and, and you know even Wyatt was throwing the ball away, and, and you know he he takes care of the ball. So once we adjusted to that, we we kind of chipped away, um, only down three and a half. Had a really good third quarter. Um, you know, and then, you know, the fourth quarter was just back and forth. And, and uh, boy, we had some guys hit some big shots. Devin Greesup hit two huge threes. Uh, Ryan Wilson hit a big three. Uh, Caleb Simon had a bucket going to, to the basket. And and uh, then we dodged a, a bullet there at the end of regulation. The, the kid got a pretty good look at it from about the volleyball line, and it rolled off, and, and we went into overtime. Game against South Ripley. We go all the way back to Thanksgiving week for your matchup with them. A lot of wild uh, point swings in that one. You guys came away with the 57-50 victory. What what did you pull away from that game? Yeah, we just. I, I hope we have a better start. You know, we, we didn't play well in the first half. The you know the very first game of the year uh, it seems like an eternity ago. I, I didn't really even go back and, and study that too much. Um, you know, we had a, we had a player out injured. They're playing several of their younger kids now more than they were at the beginning of the year. So, you know, by the time you get 20 games into the season. Uh, you, you've learned a lot about yourself. Um, you've ch- changed some things and adapted. And, you know, this is, you know, two pretty different teams than we saw early in the year. So uh, we know it's going to be a tough environment. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, they, they had the same situation they had last year. They had to come into our place to win the conference. So here we are at 5-0, and and, and uh, they're trying to knock us off to, to get a tie for that thing. So uh, it's going to be a, a really fun game, great atmosphere, and, and you know that's why we do this. It's fun. No question, Coach. Really appreciate your time tonight. Good luck tonight throughout the postseason as well. All right, really appreciate you being here, Bryce. Thank you. Clint Bowman, head coach of the Jacksonville Eagles. We'll be back with more of the pregame show after this two-minute timeout on Country 103.9 WRBI. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. 
Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing chocolate caramel lava bun cake. You gotta try one of our personal sized chocolate bun cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yum! Oh, stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for beets for the best pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, free delivery and caring for their customers' needs has been their way of business for over 30 years. It's not something new and will always be what George's family values, you and your family. It's easy to switch. Go to georgespharmacy.com and request your transfer or call any of their 10 George's locations. We are here for you. Free delivery before, now, and always. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Your local Lennox dealer, Kurt and Elko, is turning 50 this year. That's a long time spent respectfully satisfying the electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling needs of our customers through unparalleled service and competitive prices. Hi, this is Scott Lamping. Come check out our newly redesigned showroom. We have a nice supply of fixtures for you to see and touch, plus a large inventory of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling supplies and parts. Kurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, and so much more. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back, everyone, to South Ripley High School as we get set for a big ORBC matchup to wrap up the regular season. It's Jacksonville at South Ripley. Doesn't get much better than this in uh, the middle part of February. And we go now to uh, Tyler Teasing, head coach of the South Ripley Raiders. And, uh, Coach, before we talk about your matchup with the Eagles tonight, last time we had you was uh, at Greensburg playing a tough fire team that always shoots well in that gymnasium. Yeah, and to be honest with you, uh, we've watched plenty of film on them. It didn't matter if we were playing here at South Ripley or at Greensburg. They're just a really good team. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not taking anything away from them, but I thought there were times where our guys kind of gave up in that game because they just kind of felt like they were overmatched. Cause you know, I mean, you know how kids are sometimes. Yep. They, they, they see how big and strong they are when we watch film. No matter how much we try to hype them up and how much we try to get them to believe in, them, in themselves, uh, there were just times where they just kind of gave up. And I had to kind of get into them a little bit. And, and there in the third, going into the fourth, we actually start to kind of come back a little bit, but by that time, you know, the lead was just too big, and the, the, the Pirates just, they beat us up. Well, the last two games that you played, the bigger one for you was the conference matchup against Rising Sun. You got the victory against the Shiners to put yourself in position tonight to be playing for a conference championship. Yeah, and uh, to be honest with you, we going into that week, uh, we got beat by Southwestern Hanover on a Tuesday, and I told him, I said, listen, we still have a chance to for a share for this conference. I said, even though... I, like how this uh, season has gone a little bit for us this year with some of the inconsistencies with just sickness and everything. I said, we still have a shot at conference. I said, but you cannot overlook Rising Sun. I said, I know what the score was, you know, back in November, but this is a different team. We're a different team. And trust me, they're going to come out for blood and uh, give credit to, to Rising Sun. I thought they came out. They played really hard. Um, and They were physical with us, and I thought we struggled with that at times. But luckily our guys didn't overlook them, and we came out with the victory. 
Have to go back now to Thanksgiving week. Uh, to last time that you faced Jackson Daly, didn't have that matchup in the Ripley County tournament. So we go all the way back to Thanksgiving week, a game that just had some monster point swings in it. Yeah, uh, you know, I I don't like looking back at that game to be honest with you. You know, I I think uh, Jackson Dell is a completely different team. Uh, you know, they still have you know a lot of their main guys, but Dickman wasn't playing at time because he was hurt. Um, and we're a different team too. We got two new starters playing significant minutes and. Uh, that game is just one of those things where you roll the ball out and you say go play because there's no scouting involved. You don't know what the other team's trying to do. It's that first game of the year. It's a rival game. And you just pretty much say, you know, things that they did and what things that we did is going to be different. And a lot's going to be uh, like that tonight, too. It's a rival game. It's for the ORVC Conference Championship. Um, you know, they're going to do some uncharacteristic things. We're going to do the same thing. We just got to go out there and hopefully we don't make as many mistakes as them and hopefully we win. Coach, greatly appreciate your time as always. Good luck tonight throughout the postseason as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Tyler Teasing, head coach of the South Ripley Raiders. We're back with more of the pregame show after this two-minute timeout on Country 103.9 WRBI. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Welcome to a place where everyone deserves to be better protected, where technology has your back, where you can have better protection and keep more money in your pocket, where you can have protection for your car, your home, your phone, and even your digital identity. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville agent Mary Huntington today. Local Batesville agent Mary Huntington is ready to help you. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability terms and conditions. Are you building a home or upgrading? Get peace of mind and make your home come alive with surveillance cameras and a security system from Control 4 and Geis Electronics. These cameras work great day and night and put out incredible color images. Control 4 alarms can detect smoke and carbon monoxide, protect doors and windows, and sends you alerts from driveway sensors. All your apps come together with Control 4 surveillance cameras and security systems. Free estimates are available from Geis Electronics in Batesville. Margaret Mary Health knows prevention and early detection are key in the fight against breast cancer. They recommend all women get mammograms yearly, starting at age 40. They offer advanced 3D mammography to their patients. If you can't afford a mammogram or your insurance doesn't cover it, financial assistance is available thanks to funding from the Indiana Breast Cancer Awareness Trust. To find out if you qualify, call 812-933-5583 or visit the imaging page at mmhealth.org. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to South Ripley High School. Rob Moorhead, Bryce Kendrick back with you. Thanks to Bryce for handling those coaches' pregame interviews tonight, Bryce. And both these coaches sound like they are fired up and ready for a good old-fashioned turkey shootout. 
Well, no question about that as uh, these teams are coming right down to the wire here. Winner goes home with the uh, ORBC championship. Jackson Dell can keep it all to themselves. South Ripley, of course, if they get the win, they'll share it with uh, uh, Jackson Dell and also Southwestern Hanover. I did see uh, that uh, athletic director Jeff Gurl has a chainsaw in his office to uh, cut up that trophy in three separate pieces yeah, absolutely. If, that, if, if that comes to pass. Everybody gets a third. Yes, everybody you know, gets a third. Yes. Manage it out. <laughs> Bryce, looking at these two teams, I heard you talking to Coach Bowman in the last six, they've won six in a row. Yeah. South Ripley is two and four in their last six. Now, you got to look at who they've played as well, so that's right. not a necessarily an apples-to-apples comparison, but at least you've got to run down to the last two games for each team. Yeah, for uh, Jackson Dell, the Eagles won 64-47 at Milan to clinch a tie for the ORBC championship. Wyatt Day dialed up 27 points, which included making eight of ten at the line. He also had six rebounds and four assists. Caleb Simon amassed 15 points, nine rebounds, four assists, and four steals, while Ryan Wilson and Devin Grease both added six. Uh, Jack B. Kevin to Christian, 57-55 on Wednesday at the Eagles' Nest. Day had 22 points in that one, plus six rebounds. Grease logged 15 points, while Simon had nine points and 13 rebounds. South Ripley 2-4 and four over their last six after winning five straight in mid-January. Last weekend, the Raiders got a 57-48 conference win over Rising Sun to keep them alive uh, for the possible title share in the RBC tonight. Nick Schwarty hit eight of ten free throws on his way to 20 points. He also had ten rebounds for the double-double. Cole Henry put up 13 points and five rebounds. Zach Gentilly scored a dozen, plus dished out four assists. Ripley fell by 20 at Greensburg on Saturday, 61-41, a game that we had on WRBI. Gentilly and Blake Bowles both scored 12 points and had five rebounds each. Bowles also had three assists. Blaine Ward followed with seven. The Raiders did struggle uh, on the three-point shot, making just three of 20. Greensburg had its typical good shooting night in the Pirate Gym, hitting 63% overall. The Pirates do not shoot bad in their gymnasium, Rob. Indeed, they they shoot very well in their gymnasium, and uh, three of 20 won't get it done no matter who you're playing against from three. And, and South Ripley is not that bad of a three-point shooting team. They're 36% on the year, 151 for 415. Jacksonell almost even at 34% as well. Uh, so that's going to be an even matchup in three-point shooting tonight. And I think it's going to come down in the paint, Bryce. If Caleb Simon gets unleashed in the paint, South Ripley's going to have a hard time having a matchup for him if he really gets himself established uh, inside. Well, if, if there's something we can pull out from the first game, that was a strength of Jacksonville in the meeting back in November. Jacksonville's ability to get inside and shoot two, and, and South Ripley's going to have to try to come, come up with some way to contain that tonight. Different styles of play, but rebounding is always a huge focus. Jacksonville gets 29 rebounds a game versus South Ripley's 25. Four rebound difference, that could be four possessions. So yes. you, you really have to understand how that can have an effect. Well, Bryce, we're going to take one final time out here in our pregame show as they're getting ready to play the national anthem. And we'll come back with starting lineups in the tip-off right after this two-minute timeout. You're listening to High School Basketball on Country 103.9 WRBI. Ivy Tech Community College has your game plan for a winning future. From short-term certificates to associate degrees, Ivy Tech offers more than 30 programs in high-wage, high-demand careers, including advanced manufacturing, business, healthcare, and information technology, flexible class options, frozen tuition, career coaching, and employer connections are all offered at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Giving your sweetheart anything special this month? Flowers? Chocolates? What if you could spend $25 and give them a gift that might just save their life? 
Schedule a $25 heart scan at Decatur County Memorial Hospital. Heart scans can detect potential blockages early, allowing for preemptive treatment for cardiac disease. Schedule a heart scan for your sweetie or yourself today at 812-663-1157. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want, close by. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. We have gig news for your home. Internet up to one gig is now available from Great Plains Communications, a company with over a century of experience providing technology to homes and businesses across Indiana and beyond. Stream the latest entertainment without lag or buffering. Upload and download large files in no time. Connect to online gaming networks. Contact us today at 888-343-8014 for gpcom.com. Speeds and availability may vary by location. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. Southeastern Indiana's Sports Voice is Country 103.9, WRBI. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Gehring, Batesville, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Great Plains Communications, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. Rob Moorhead, Bryce Kendrick back with you from South Ripley High School. We're just about ready to tip off this ORVC matchup. And, Bryce, this is back in the day when you used to start the JV game at 6.30, and we always talked about the varsity tipping off at 8. This is an 8 <laughs> o'clock tip-off tonight. It's uh, Yes, it is. And uh, what a senior night here tonight for South Ripley. Uh, they honored more than just the uh, the basketball team here tonight. Nice to see so many seniors get honored. It was very well done by the Raider Athletic Department. Included the archery team, the band, and the cheerleaders. So a lot of seniors being recognized tonight and uh you know i think that's got something to do with the big crowd tonight and also bryce the uh the rivalry game in and of itself with conference implications on the line and and these two communities support their basketball teams it's great to see and bryce in front of us starting lineups are being introduced how about you take us to the starting lineups for you're being awful bossy act like you're the superintendent of the school or something well you are the sports director however (laughs) so i've got to know my place when i got these headphones all right let's take a look at the starting lineup we'll first check out the visiting eagles they are 16 and 5 overall 5 and 0 under the in the orbc under second year head coach clint bowman who has 31 wins to date jacksonville will start four guards number three a 6-2 senior wyatt day ryan wilson a 5-9 senior he's wearing number five. Justin Sweeney, a 6'1 senior, donning number 15. The other senior, or yes, the other senior and guard, standing 6'3", wearing number 40, he is Caleb Simon. The forward, who did not play in that first matchup against South Ripley, a 6'5 junior, Matt Dickman. Again, the lineup for Jacksonville. The guards are Day, Wilson, Sweeney, and Simon. The forward is Dickman. Turning our attention now to the host South Ripley Raiders, 12-9 on the campaign, 4-1 in the ORVC, under fourth year head coach Tyler Teasing, who has 57 wins with the Raiders. They will start three guards and two forwards. A 5'8 senior, number 10, 
Zach Gentilly, a 5'11 senior, number 33, Blake Volz. And the other guard, a 5'9 freshman, number 11, Blaine Ward. The two forwards, 6'5 senior, number 5, Nick Schwarty, and a 6'4 freshman, number 40, Cole Henry. Again, the lineup for South Ripley, the backcourt consisting of Gentilly, Volz, and Ward on the front line, Schwarty and Henry. Thank you very much, Bryce. Let's talk about our Billy's Looking Good fashion report this evening, brought to you by Billy's Looking Good in Osgood. Think of Billy's Looking Good in Osgood for tuxedo rental. Always $40 off suggested retail prices on all styles. And Bryce... Prom is just around the corner. There will be some tuxedos being rented. No doubt. Uh, you know, I went. I, I tried to go in jorts, but uh, they, they wouldn't let me in the <laughs> they building. Didn't let you roll they did not. That. So I had to pull out, you know, the nicer clothes. But, you know, standards. Who needs standards? Who needs standards? By the way, you know, not just prom season, but, I mean, in, in springtime, we're getting ready for weddings as well. It's a lot of spring weddings. So Indeed. Yes. And the fashion report has the home South Ripley Raiders in their home white uniforms trimmed in green. With green numbers, the Jacksonville Eagles in their road red suits, trimmed in Columbia blue with Columbia blue numbers. South Ripley will be going from our left to our right. Jacksonville from right to left. We are just about ready to get this thing started, Bryce. And uh, jumping center will be Dickman and Schwarty. The official steps in, tosses the ball up. The ball is tipped. It goes deep into the backcourt where Zach Gentilly We'll chase it down for the Raiders, and this game is underway. Jacksonville starts out man-to-man. South Ripley gets the ball to Blaine Ward at the top of the key. He puts up a three-pointer that's no good. Caleb Simon clears the glass for the Eagles. Eagles come down court, and South Ripley opens up in a triangle and two. They leave Dickman wide open in the corner, and he drains the three-point shot to get the scoring started. Three to nothing, Eagles. Dickman taking a long time thinking about that. He said, you know, nobody's going to come out and cover me. I'm going to let her fly. With the basketball on the baseline for the Raiders is Cole Henry. He gives it up to Gentilly. Now it's over in the hands of Blaine Ward, left wing. Ward comes on top to Henry, who puts it on the floor. Now kicks it back out to Gentilly. Eagles staying man-to-man. Shorty has it on the right wing, being guarded by Dickman. Shorty fakes, goes into the paint, kicks it over to Henry. Henry puts it on the floor, loses a handle, gets it back, goes on top to Volts. Volts drives, tries to throw a pass cross lane. It's stolen by Simon. Simon down court today. Day on the left block. Fakes, goes up over top of Ward. And Wyatt Day has his first basket of the game. Jackson Bell out to the early 5-0 advantage. Eagles taking advantage of the Raider turnover, cashing in for two on the other end. Henry puts up a three-pointer for the left wing for South Ripley. It's no good. Dickman clears the rebound. He gets it out ahead to Ryan Wilson. Wilson sets up the offense on the left side, goes on top to Sweeney. Sweeney with the basketball, picks up his dribble, gets it to Dickman. Dickman again, going to drive it, kicks it out to Sweeney. He's wide open, three on the way, and he got it. And that makes it difficult if you're trying to play a triangle in two, and two of the guys you're not guarding drain threes. It's eight to nothing, Eagles, and we got a timeout, Bryce. The concept behind the defense is sound, but sometimes you you got to hope that things roll your way right now, and the guys, indeed, that were unguarded both drilled a three for Jacksonville. Tyler Teasing called a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it right here as we're early in the contest, and Clint Bowman is pleased with what he sees out of his Eagles. Swinney and Dickman each have drained threes, and Wyatt Day has a two on the South Ripley side. It's been cold, Bryce, and one turnover. No question. And talking with Clint Bowman before the game tonight, Clint, 
looked nervous, and he felt like he was nervous. So I think uh, with the start with his kids hitting three for three from the field right now, that's got to put him a little bit at ease. It does help relax their nerves, and it kind of amps the pressure up on South Ripley a little bit. The Raiders are going to have to work to get the right guys open for shots here on the offensive end. Timeout is over. Gentile will bring it up for South Ripley. They go 1-4 high. It's entered in the left side. They go immediately down to the block to Schwarty. Schwarty loses the handle. It gets it out to Ward. Ward drives, throws up a one-hander, no good. Schwarty tries to bat the ball out of there. Simon comes away with it. Caleb Simon goes behind his back, pulls up, almost pulled up for a three, <laughs> and decided not to. He goes across to Wyatt Day. Day drives the baseline, puts up a floater, and he gets it, and he is fired up. Four points for Day. And the Eagles have scored the first 10. And they have made all four of their shots from the floor so far. Cole Henry has the ball right wing, gives it up to Volts. Now on top to Schwarty. Schwarty goes around Dickman, gets it out to Henry. Three on the baseline, short. Rebound controlled by Justin Swinney. And here come the Eagles back the other way. Handoff out top. A long three by Simon. It goes off the back rim. Volts comes away with the rebound. Quickly ahead to Henry. Henry going to attack the basket. He's going to get called. Nope, he's going to pick up the foul against Caleb Simon. So Henry lost his footing there, Bryce. Wasn't sure yep. what that call was going to be. But mark that one down against Simon. That'll be his first team's first. That's a tough matchup for Henry, the freshman, going against a seasoned veteran like Caleb Simon. And interestingly enough, this is a generous call for South Ripley. They are going to say Cole Henry was in the act of shooting. Going to let him go to the line to shoot too, Bryce. A little continuation. 73% <laughs> free throw shooter is the freshman. 16 for 22 on the year. The first one is up and good. The Raiders are on the board. Much needed bucket there for South Ripley. Maybe this will be something that jump starts their offense. Raiders start two freshmen in their lineup. Henry along with Blaine Ward. And Henry was pure on both of those. And the Raiders close it to 10 to 2. South Ripley now is abandoning that triangle in two, and they're going straight up man-to-man. Schwarty checks Justin Swinney on the right side. Swinney picks up his dribble, goes out top with it to Ryan Wilson. Now Dickman has it on the left side. There's a switch, and Blaine Ward gets a steal. Nice defense. Ward gives it over to Blake Volts. Now back to Ward. Schwarty goes baseline to Henry. Henry drives, tries to go cross-court with it to Volts. Ball is loose. Volts picks it up, gets it out to Blaine Ward. Ward kicks it out to Gentile, and we got a whistle and a foul. I believe that'll go against the Eagles on a common foul, Bryce. Yeah, it was back over there in the corner. Mark that one down against Ryan Wilson. That'll be his first team second. Zach Gentile will trigger it in for South Ripley under their own basket into Schwarty. That's his spot in that corner, and he gets it. Good shot post up from the uh, corner. Knocks it down from 19-9. First field goal of the game for South Ripley. And if South Ripley has any chance in that ball, this ball game, they're going to have to have more of that out of Schwarty. And, and as a team, they cannot hit the 15% from distance that they did against Greensburg the other night. 10-5, Eagles on top with the basketball attacking this South Ripley defense. Ooh. Swinney has it lost. Here comes Schwarty. He might dunk this one. Schwarty up, and he does. Schwarty. Throws it down with two hands, and the Raiders have scored seven straight. Great anticipation on taking the pass away and then cashing in on the other end with the slam. That will get the Raider crowd fired up. It's 10-7, to and Jackson Dell back with the basketball. Swinney picks up his dribble, gets it off to Simon. Simon being guarded by Volts. Simon with a height advantage there, but Volts with a quickness advantage. That'll be an interesting matchup to watch. Simon has it back on the left wing. He's going to the basket, gets rid of it at the last minute on a nice pass to Justin Swinney. And Justin 
Lays it in from the right block. He's got five, and it's 12-7 Eagles. Great choice there by Simon to give it up. Lake Vols has it top of the key. Penetrates, kicks it out to Ward. He's open for three. Long off the back iron. Rebound being battled for. And Wyatt Day will come away with it for the Eagles. Wyatt goes ahead to Dickman. Dickman puts it on the ground. But we got a whistle and a foul. It'll be a jump ball. Give Cole Henry credit for getting in there, Bryce. Yeah, Cole Henry did a great job to clog the lane right there. Dickman lost the handle. And then the two players kind of locked horns right there to cause the jump ball. The alternating possession keeps it to Jackson Dell. Justin Swinney will throw it in under the Eagles' basket. Raiders stay man-to-man. Wyatt Day comes across a triple screen, catches the pass, and drains the three. Oh, he is so smooth, isn't he? Wyatt Day knocks it in, already has seven points on the night, and the Eagles go back on top by eight. I heard the kid can shoot. I, I he can shoot it a little bit. One of 2,000-point scores in this Eagle lineup, he and Caleb Simon. And if you're Raider fans, you do not hate to see those two graduate. (laughs) South Ripley on the offensive attack. Blaine Ward has it left wing. He comes on top to Gentile off a screen by Schwarty. Gentile pulls up from 15, and Zach is on the scoreboard with his first two. Love the turn and shoot right there just off the left elbow. 15-9, 15-9, Jackson Dell, Dickman with it, left corner. He's going to let fly for another three. This one goes long, and Schwarty comes away with the rebound for South Ripley. They get it down court to Henry. He's going to spin and shoot a three. He drains it, but they will say no basket, and they get him for a traveling violation, Bryce. Yep, that's uh, unfortunate there for the South Ripley folks. And off the spin, the shot, the lift of the foot, there's the travel. First substitution of the night for South Ripley. Logan Bradley checks in. Cole Henry will get a breather. Jacksonville with the ball, 225 to play here in the first quarter. Eagles on top, 15 to 9. Gentilly walked all the way down there. I thought they were going to pressure, and I think he just said, Hey, we're going to McDonald's after the game. <laughs> Caleb Simon with the basketball. Logan Bradley will guard him now as they put Volts over on Day. The pass, the lob pass inside is knocked away. And South Ripley comes out of there with it. Volts has it on the right wing. Thought about the three. Thought better of it. Now it's Ward spinning, taking it down the right side of the lane, and he nailed it. Nice move by Blaine Ward to get to the basket for his first two. Like the little ball fake in midair right there. Kind of dodged to his left a little bit. Went back to his right hand. Put it off the glass for two. That's a good move for a freshman. As Wyatt Day is going to try to answer on the other end. A pull-up jumper from 15. No good. Bradley clears the rebound for South Ripley. The Raiders coming back the other way. They find Shorty in his corner again. He puts up the three. It's no good. And Wyatt Day comes down with a rebound. Day, a no-look pass ahead to Greasup, and Greasup loses it out of bounds. Give it over to South Ripley. Looked like he was wanting to reverse the lay-in and just lost it off his left thigh right there. Goes out of bounds. Justin Sweeney has checked back into the game. For South Ripley, we're going to have Number 20, Dalton Smith checking in and give Blaine Ward a breather. We have yet to have an extended possession by either team. Every missed shot, it's been a one and done on both ends of the floor. Jackson Dell averages 66 points a game. South Ripley, 54. I think they're going to play up-tempo here tonight, Bryce. Yep. South Ripley on the offensive attack. Inside, they try to go to Schwarty. Ball knocked out of bounds by Wyatt Day. Keep it with the Raiders. Yep. Day got that hand up there and just swatted the ball out of bounds. Gentile will move into position to throw it in. Now he'll switch places with Schwarty and watch Schwarty on the inbounds. He gets it right into Vols. They're going to run a little America's play for him. A screen to the corner. Schwarty gets it. Defense reacted well for Jackson Dell. The Raiders swing it left side to Bradley. Now Gentile has it top of the key. 
This is Volts driving into the paint, pulling up from eight feet, and he rolled it in. Nice little bounce. Kind of stuck on the plate right there and then dropped in. All five Raiders in the scoring column now as far as the starters go. And the Raiders have cut that lead down to two, Bryce, and they say they've handled the storm, the 10 to nothing storm by Jacksonville. South Ripley's cut it to 15-13. Simon on a back cut, drives to the lane, puts it up, no good. Ball goes out of bounds off of Caleb Simon. Give it over to South Ripley. And we still have yet to have our first offensive rebound, but you talk about weathering the storm, Rob. You know, South Ripley got off to a really slow start as far as shooting the ball is concerned. They've made their last four from two-point range. Makes a difference. 35 seconds to play in the corner. Raiders trailing by two, 15-13 with the basketball. Bolts drives baseline, picks it up at the block, lose the handle, gets it out. Dalton Smith for three, left wing, gets his own rebound. Put back, no good. Rebound controlled by the Eagles. Coming out of there with the rebound is Devin Greasep. He gets it away to Swinney with 18 seconds. Swinney across the timeline as Clint Bowman shots instructions. Swinney's going to give the handoff to Caleb Simon, and the Eagles are going to play for one with 10 seconds left. Logan Bradley guards Simon. Now they double-team Simon. Simon gets rid of today. Three from the right wing, and he got it. How about that? Wyatt Day, a catch-and-shoot three at the buzzer. Wyatt Day gives the Eagles an 18-13 lead at the end of the quarter. As the buzzer sounds, Wyatt Day has 10 for the Eagles. We'll take a 60-second timeout, come back with second-quarter action right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing chocolate caramel lava bun cake. You gotta try one of our personal sized chocolate bun cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yummo! Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for Beats for the Best Pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Ison's Family Pizza, Bruns Gutswiller, and Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Rob Moorhead, Bryce Kendrick, back with you at South Ripley High School. 18-13 after one quarter. Jackson Dell with the lead. South Ripley gets possession number one, and the Eagles have switched defenses, Bryce. They're going to play a 3-2 zone, and South Ripley is in no hurry to attack it. Yep, Raiders camping out up top. Zach Gentilly along with Blaine Ward just uh, hanging on to the rock. Jacksonville looks like they may match up out of it now. As the chess match will continue, Gentilly stands at center court holding the basketball, and the Eagles back off. Now they come out. Logan Bradley gets it. Schwarty in the left corner, three-pointer up, and it is good. That's a nice possession there for South Ripley. Schwarty makes it an 18-16 game. Schwarty has eight for the Raiders. Caleb Simon leads all, excuse me, make that Wyatt Day leads all scores with 10 in this one. Jacksonville with the basketball. Justin Sweeney takes the pass, drives it all the way to the paint down the right side, and Justin Sweeney has his seventh point of the night, make it 20 to 16. Tack with a purpose right there. Eagles coming back there, a little confused on defense, and Schwarty has it on the left side. Eagles stays on. 
Shorty gives it off to Gentile. Zach will reset the offense. Eagles go man-to-man. It's Blaine Ward with it looking inside for Shorty. Nice lob pass. Shorty catches it but brings it down. Justin Sweeney ties it up. The ball goes out of bounds. Keep it with the Raiders. Yep, Sweeney uh, defended the goal right there, but he ended up carrying the ball with him out of bounds, so it'll stay with the Raiders to the left of their bucket. That's one of those things. Tyler Teasing is going to tell Shorty, keep the ball up, and you've mm-hmm. got a layup right there. Don't yep. bring it down to your waist. Gentile inbound for South Ripley, looking for Ward off a double screen. They find him three out of the corner, long off the back rim. Rebound controlled by Wyatt Day. Wyatt on the run out, loses the handle on the basketball, and Gentile comes away with it. Zach Gentile for the Raiders across the timeline. Raiders trailing by four. Gentile baseline with it to Bradley. Bradley on the wing, driving toward the middle, kicks it out to Ward. Now Gentile. Dalton Smith gets it. He goes inside to Shorty. One dribble goes up. Shot no good, but he will go to the free throw line to shoot two, Bryce. Yeah, he got. Uh, he was right in the middle of three Jacksonville Eagles right there. Drew contact, and we'll get a couple of free throws out of it as uh, Devin Greasup gets called for the foul. That is his first team's third. Nick Shorty's first trip to the free throw line tonight, a 68% free throw shooter on the year, 43 for 63, and 0 for 1 tonight as that one rimmed out. Jackson Dell did not shoot a free throw in the first quarter. South Ripley was two for two. Gentilly will take a quick breather as number 33 for the Raiders. Blake Volts checks back in. Gentilly, excuse me, make that shorty looking for free throw number two. Rims it around and drops that one in. Shooter's touch. Yep. And he will get a quick breather as Cole Henry will check in. 2017, Raiders trailing the Eagles by three. Now South Ripley... Applying some full-court pressure. Actually, Bryce, they may be going but a face-guarding now on Simon and Day, but they're still man-to-man. They're not really in the triangle on the other players. Day has it out between the circles. Goes left side to Dickman. Now Swinney with it. Blaine Ward will guard Swinney. Swinney comes left side back to Dickman. Now on top to Wyatt Day, who got free. Here comes Simon off the screen. Simon has it. Backing into the paint. Now kicks it out to Day. Day fakes the three, kicks it to Simon on the baseline. Simon fakes the three, one dribble right, pulls up, and it rims out. Great job to get freed up right there. Ball bangs in and out. South Ripley controls the rebound. Blake Volts across the timeline, hands off to Ward. Ward to the top of the key, now right side with it to Blake Volts. Volts drives into the paint, knees open, goes up for the shot, no good. Cole Henry on the putback, no good. Simon comes away with it. Wyatt Day has it down on the right wing for Jackson. Now, nice no-look pass to Dickman on the cut. Dickman goes inside now to Simon. Turnaround jumper from the block, and Caleb Simon knocks it home. You said you like how he plays. I do indeed. (laughs) That's a grown man basket right there. Two points, his first basket on the night. South Ripley trying to answer. Ward drives baseline, kicks it out to Dalton Smith. He lets fly with three from the right side off the back rim. Cole Henry gets the rebound. Back out top to Volts. Volts thought about the three. Now he'll back it out and come right side back to Dalton. Finds Henry on a cut to the free throw line. Now left side to Bradley. Bradley has the basketball. Goes top to Volts. Not a good pass. Simon gets a handle on it, and Simon takes it the other way, but we got a whistle and a foul. Yep. Sim- I believe that'll go against South Ripley. Yeah, well, Blake Volts will get called for the foul right there. Simon had a half step on him. Volts got called for the reach. That's only the Raiders' first foul, of course. That's also Volts' first. Two seniors check back in. It'll be Schwarty and Gentile checking back in for the Raiders. Bradley and also Dalton Smith will check out. 
Eagles with a basketball and a five-point lead. Four and a half left here in half number one. South Ripley man-to-man. They come left side with a degree sip. Now right side to Justin Swinney looking inside. Gets the ball to Simon, and we got another foul. And I believe that'll be the same two people involved, Bryce. Yep. Double check here, and it is indeed against uh, Bowles. That's his second team second. So on the common foul, Jacksonville inbound under their own basket. Checking back in for South Ripley is Clinton Patrick now. Checking in for the first time, I should say, the senior. He'll replace Bowles with the two fouls. Swinney triggering it in for Jacksonville under their own basket. Gets it into Dickman. Dickman way outside with the basketball on the right wing. Hands it off to Wyatt Day. Day off the screen. Now gives it over to Swinney. He'll let fly from three. It's no good. Cole Henry will chase down the long rebound. 4.05 left to play here in half number one. Raiders needing the basket. Trailing by five. Blaine Ward left all alone. Puts up the three. It's long. Rebound to Clinton Patrick. Patrick kicks it back out, and South Ripley will reset the offense. Schwarty left alone, right side three, got it. Second chance opportunity, first three, no good. How about one more shot at him? Jackson Dell takes a timeout, Rob. It's they a take a 30-second timeout. We'll do the same. Be back with more first-half action right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI. George's, we have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Tonight's game, tonight's game brought to you in part by Hurt and Elko, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, and SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC. Rob Moorhead, Bryce Kendrick back with you. Timeout is over. Jackson Dell has the basketball and a two-point lead, 345 to play here in the first half. Eagles attacking the Raider man-to-man defense. Justin Swinney has it on the outside, driving to the block. Puts up a little bank shot. No good. Rebound battle for Cole Henry. Thought he had it. But instead, Bryce, we got a whistle and a foul. Yeah, it's going to go against Dickman of Jackson Dell. He was a bit out of position there. South Ripley uh, gets credit for the rebound. Jackson Dell's Dickman picking up his first foul. That's the team's fourth. 3.33 to play here in half. Number one, 22 to 20. Again, the Jackson Dell dropped, dropped out 10 to nothing. Uh, jumped out to a 10 to nothing lead. And now the Eagles... Hanging on to a two-point lead as the Raiders trying to make a comeback. They go on a lob play to Schwarty. Schwarty has it on the right block. Missed the first one. Got his own rebound. He's triple teamed. And we got a whistle and a foul as Schwarty hits the deck. I think it'll be a common foul against the Eagles. Yeah, push off on the floor against Jackson Dell. And Dickman picks up his second. That's a quick two against Matt Dickman. 6'5", junior with two fouls. South Ripley throws it into their own basket. Schwarty gets it on the baseline, puts it on the floor, picks it up now down near the lane, kicks it out to Gentilly. Zach being guarded by Wyatt Day on the right side. Zach dribbles out all the way to the top of the key. He'll back it out a little bit and reset the offense for the Raiders. Zach, a step-back jumper from 12 feet, or make it 17 feet, no good. Caleb Simon on the rebound. Simon gets it ahead to the right side. A three-point attempt on the way over there is no good by Greasup. Jackson Dell gets the offensive rebound. That's Sweeney coming down with it, and we got a whistle and a foul, Bryce. First offensive rebound of the game for the Eagles, believe it or not. 
for South Ripley. That is Cole Henry. That'll be his first foul. Team's third. Dickman going to check out with those two fouls for Jackson Dell. Looks like Ryan Wilson checks back into the contest. Swinney going to throw it in under the Eagles' basket. Gets it into Wilson. Being guarded by Blaine Ward. Raiders face guarding on two of the best players in the area, Simon and Day. They try to go inside today. Day comes away with it somehow, but has his shot blocked by Henry and taken away by Zach Gentile. Raiders a chance to tie or take a lead here. Be their first of the game. Two and a half to play in the first half. Cole Henry has the basketball. Gives it over to Blaine Ward. Ward fakes, drives into the paint, layup up, and he got it. How about that? Blaine Ward gets to the rim, his fourth point, and we are tied at 22. 2.15 to play in the half. Ball's taken away, it's loose, and Ward comes away with it, gets it off to Jim Taylor. Good job by Zach to get in on that handoff and take it away to get the turnover for South Ripley. Gentile gives it off to Schwarty right side. Schwarty one dribble, picks it up, back to Gentile. Eagles stay man-to-man. They go inside. They find Schwarty one dribble, shot up, and he got it. And the Raiders take their first lead, 14 points for Nick Schwarty. Nice little run here by South Ripley. Raiders on top, 24-22. Wyatt Day will slow it down for the Eagles. Wyatt off a high ball screen. Dribbling to his right, gets into the paint, loses the handle. Ball is loose. Sweeney gets it. He goes back out to Wilson. Wilson puts it on the floor, knocked away from him. Down to Greasep. Greasep picks it up and lays it in on the left block to tie it up. South Ripley had some really nice defense right there, but the deflection actually ended up working in Jacksondale's favor because it went into the hands of a Devin Greasep who was all alone under the bucket. Give Greasep credit for being Johnny on the spot there mm-hmm. and making that layup. Make it Devin on the spot as South Ripley goes back inside to Schwarty. Schwarty one dribble, a right-hand jump hook over the front, and Schwarty having himself a first half. 16 points, puts South Ripley back on top, 26-24. couple of heavyweights here going punch for punch. Eagles go to Wilson on the right baseline. He throws up the three. Nice offensive rebound by Greasep. Now it's loose. We got a whistle and a foul. This one will go against South Ripley. And is that Schwarty? Yep. I believe it will be Nick. Yep. Schwarty gets called for his first, Rob. That's a team's fourth. Grease up those long arms in there, Bryce. Did a nice job battling for that rebound. It's a common foul. Jackson Dell inbound another basket. They try to go to Wyatt Day. We got a whistle as the ball is knocked away, and it'll be another foul against the Raiders, Bryce. Was that off the uh, bump on the defense there? I, I think it was. Yeah, Clinton Patrick will get that one then. That's his first team's fifth. Clinton Patrick has given South Ripley good minutes coming into this ball game. 50 seconds to play in the half. Raiders on top by two. They get it into Greasep from 17, and he nailed it. Solid shot just above the free throw line. Four points for Greasep, and we're tied at 26 all. 40 seconds to go. Let's see if South Ripley plays for one. It looks like that's going to be the idea as Zach Gentile will dribble the ball over to the left corner just across the timeline and let this clock tick down. It'll give uh, Athletic Director Jeff Gorl another opportunity to pass out some flowers. He did such a great job during senior night with that. He really did. (laughs) We're down to 20 seconds in the half. Jeff found something he could do there. (laughs) Down to 15. Gentile now dribbles into the center circle as we hit 10. South Ripley setting up the box. They come right side to Ward. Looking inside, gives it baseline to Henry. Back to Ward with three. Ward trying to get a shot off, throws it up off his back foot, just off the front rim, and we go to the break right where we started, all tied up, but this time it's 26-all as we have reached the half. 
We'll take a two-minute timeout, and we'll come back with our halftime show right after this. You're listening to High School Basketball ORBC Action on Country 103.9 WRBI. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, is turning 50. Hi, this is Scott Lamping. Hurt and Elko is a team-oriented company. I want to thank our entire team, past and present, for making Hurt and Elko the leading provider of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling in southeastern Indiana. And to all of our customers from the last century, on behalf of all of us here at Hurt and Elko, we appreciate the faith you put in us and will never take it for granted. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, celebrating 50 years of excellence. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month. And there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Welcome to a place where everyone deserves to be better protected, where technology has your back, where you can have better protection and keep more money in your pocket, where you can have protection for your car, your home, your phone, and even your digital identity. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville agent Mary Huntington today. Local Batesville agent Mary Huntington is ready to help you. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability terms and conditions. This is the Halftime Show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats and area scores. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, Margaret Mary Health, Geis Electronics, Appliances, Bedding and Furniture, and Ivy Tech Community College. Rob Moorhead, Bryce Kendrick back with you here at South Ripley High School where we have had a very entertaining first half. Yeah, that, ends, right. <laughs> that ends with us right back where we started. It's 26-26, to 26, a game that saw Jackson Dell jump out to a 10-0 lead before South Ripley would score the next seven. By the end of the quarter, it was 18-13 in favor of the Eagles. The Raiders got their first lead of the night at 24-22 late in the second quarter before we ended up all tied up at 26-all here at the half. Let's take a look at the scoring first of all for the Jacksonville Eagles. They're being led by Wyatt Day who had 10 points in quarter number one and finished with 10 in the first half. Next up for Jacksonville, Justin Swinney has seven points. Devin Greesup has four. Matt Dickman has three. And the surprise of the night for the Eagles is Caleb Simon with only two points mm-hmm. and that's a credit to the defense by South Ripley. So again, Day leads the Eagles with 10. Swinney has seven, Greesup has four, Dickman has three, and Caleb Simon has two. For South Ripley, they're being led by 6'5 senior Nick Schwarty. Nick Schwarty has put in 16 points here in half number one, including three three-point baskets. He's leading scorer for South Ripley. Next, it's very balanced with Blaine Ward having four, 
and Gentile Volts and Cole Henry each having two. All five starters have scored, but most of those points going to Nick Schwarty with 16, Ward with four, Gentile Volts and Cole Henry each with two. That's the 26 points for the South Ripley Raiders. They are throwing ducks, Bryce, as we look out on the floor, the fundraiser for Special Olympics to see who can get the duck closest to the pin in the center circle. Yeah. And uh, they've got some pretty good shots out there tonight, Bryce. Yes, it's they be do. hard to determine who the winner is in that one. So, it may come down to like a millimeter. It may. A fun, fun fundraiser here at South Ripley. Let's take another two-minute timeout. Yeah. And when we come back, Bryce, you'll run down the team statistics. And we might even talk about... There's some games next week, I think, that might be I important heard, in some way, shape, or form. I heard that might be the case. It might we be may the have case. to explore that. We'll talk about right. it when we come back right after this. You're listening to High School Basketball on Country 103.9 WRBI. Your perfect sleeper from CERTA is waiting for you at Geis Electronics Bedding Furniture and Appliances. Looking for Made in America? CERTA mattresses and bed frames are made in the Cincinnati Tri-State with the same quality that CERTA is known for. Whether you're looking for a Serta Lux, iComfort, or iComfort Hybrid, Geis has the Serta mattress and frame to suit your needs and budget. For competitive prices, friendly local service, close to home, and a tremendous selection of Serta products, it's Geis Electronics, bedding, appliances, and furniture in Batesville. Research shows that those fighting addiction and substance use disorders can greatly benefit from the calming effects of yoga. At Margaret Mary Health, they offer innovative classes that combine the ancient wisdom of yoga with the practical tools used in addiction recovery programs. The classes are free and held virtually starting at 6.30 p.m. every Sunday. To learn more, visit Margaret Mary Health online at mmhealth.org slash yoga. That's mmhealth.org slash yoga. Ivy Tech Community College has your game plan for a winning future. From short-term certificates to associate degrees, Ivy Tech offers more than 30 programs in high-wage, high-demand careers, including advanced manufacturing, business, healthcare, and information technology, flexible class options, frozen tuition, career coaching, and employer connections are all offered at the Lawrenceburg and Batesville locations. For more information, email r11express at ivytech.edu. Did you know a comprehensive line of women's health services from wellness exams and consultations for infertility to gynecological surgery and menopause management is conveniently located near you? Decatur County Memorial Hospital's Women's Care supports the health and wellness needs of women throughout their lives. Visit DCMH.net or call DCMH Women's Care at 812-222-2273 for more information. Decatur County Memorial Hospital, the quality care you want close by. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Rob Moorhead, Bryce Kendrick back with you. Here's South Ripley High School. Got about three minutes left until tip-off in half number two. And, Bryce, tell us how the team statistics look there in the first half. All right. Well, Jacksonville shot the ball better than South Ripley did, but South Ripley stayed right with Jacksonville because they made up for it on volume. And that really comes down to turnovers. Jacksonville committed six turnovers in the first half. South Ripley just one turnover, and that was in the first quarter. So that has certainly helped South Ripley stay right with Jacksonville, who has shot 53% in the first half. They were 7 of 11 from two-point range, 4 of 10 from beyond the arc. Jacksonville did not attempt a free throw. For South Ripley, they go 7 of 12 from two-point range, 3 of 14 from deep. 
10 of 26 overall for 39%. Raiders did get to the line four times, made three for 75%. Only have uh, one rebound difference between the two clubs, 12-11 in favor of South Ripley. The Raiders do have a 4-2 count advantage on the offensive glass, Rob. The turnover differential is a surprise to me and a very positive turn for South Ripley. Uh, if they can keep that up, they're going to stay in this ball game. The other thing is Caleb Simon. And, Bryce, I look for Caleb uh, to become a factor in this ball game in one way, shape, or form here in half number two. He is just too good of a player to be sitting on two points right now. And you could see how hard he was working to try to get some shots up. But as you mentioned, South Ripley's defended him really, really well. But you just can't expect Caleb Simon to stay, qu- stay quiet for another 16 minutes. Bryce, what are you doing next week? Uh, you know what? I think you and I have a, a trip or two uh, next week. Uh, we're going to start off at uh, right here at South Ripley as uh, South Ripley is the host of 2A Sectional 44. There is one game on Tuesday night. That will be the Milan Indians and the North Decatur Chargers. Milan coming in at 2-17. and 17, uh, And I, I'm not saying this just to say it, but Milan is a team that I think North Decatur probably should be really concerned with because Milan will certainly be uh, capable of, of pulling off a potential upset against North Decatur. I think that's going to be a really good matchup on Tuesday night. It is the only game that will be played, and it is a 6.30 start, so a little earlier than normal for a single night uh, type of game, but it's a 6.30 start, Milan and North Decatur. Then you and I get to make the trip up to Fayette County to the historic Spartan Bowl. We will pick up the final two games of round number one up there, and really... I think both of these games, Rob, are just tremendous. You've got number 10, Connersville, and number 12, Greensburg, in game number one. Then you have Franklin County and Batesville in game number two. And while Batesville will go into that game, Rob, with a slightly sub-500 record, and Franklin County, as we know, they rattled off 15 wins in a row at one point. Batesville is finally healthy, yep. and I, I think that Batesville-Franklin County game in Game 2, in its own right, should be just as good as the greensburg Connersville game in Game 1. I agree completely, Bryce, and you, you – uh... You take Batesville lightly at your own uh, at your own danger there because when that team is healthy and they play that 2-3 zone, they're going to be a formidable opponent in that sectional. No question. So whoever comes out of Wednesday night, um, we will end up picking up the second game at Connersville on Friday night. The first game will be back here at South Ripley to bring you South Decatur and South Ripley, and that looks to be an outstanding matchup. The, the, the ping-pong balls fell very well as far as our selfish reasons are concerned at WRBI. With first-round matchups, indeed. So sectional week, always something to look forward to. Eagles get first possession of half number two. Caleb Simon pulls up from 15, <laughs> and on cue, he says, I'm not going to have two. He's doubled his point output. Nice start for Jackson Dell. Four for Caleb Simon, 28-26 Eagles. South Ripley with the basketball, volts off a high double screen. Goes right side to Blake, Blaine Ward. Blaine gets it out top to Schwarty. Now left side with it to Zach Gentilly. Both teams with starters here in the second half. Blaine Ward with the basketball. Tries to go baseline with it. Has it knocked away. And they'll say it goes out of bounds off of South Ripley. Give it back to the Eagles. And there's a turnover for the Raiders. Only the second turnover by South Ripley all night. Jackson Dell. Throws the basketball in. Wyatt Day will bring it up against the Raider man-to-man. Wyatt going left side with it, giving it up to Simon. Caleb puts it on the ground, dribbling to the right. Nice fake and a step through. And Caleb Simon has the first four of the second half for the Eagles. Rob, I'd like to I'd like to say that Caleb's making us look smart, but you, you just knew that this was going to happen. You did indeed. Nice move by Blaine Ward. Oh. And Ward drops it in. Blaine had it on the right wing. Drove it into the free throw lane, did a reverse dribble, 
spun back to his right, laid it up to the basket, and got fouled. And Blaine Ward has his sixth point of the evening. Nice little flip in there by the shooter. Ryan Wilson picking up the foul on the play. That's his second team's first of the half. Blaine for the three-point play, and he got it. Seven points for Blaine Ward, 30-29 to 29 Eagles. Justin Swinney will walk it up. Gives it off to Wyatt Day. Wyatt Day being guarded by Zach Gentile. Wyatt dribbling to the left. Gives it up to Caleb Simon. Simon to Dickman with it. Dickman top of the key. Dickman trying to look inside. Now goes right side to Wilson outside the three-point arc. Baseline to Wyatt Day. Wyatt back to Caleb Simon. Long three on the way. This one off the right rim. Going to go out of bounds. Give it over to the Raiders. Caleb Simon, a good three-point shooter. One of the best on this team. He is... 36% 36% on the year from three-point range, 33 for 92. Both of these teams uh, have some players that can shoot from deep, but uh, Caleb Simon's just got so much muscle, and he, he can be just a force to be reckoned with inside. Nick Schwarty has it in the left corner, dribbling with Dickman guarding him. Picks it up, back to the basket, kicks it out to Blaine Ward. Now Henry has it top of the key. Now Schwarty. Schwarty, a long three from the left wing, off the back rim, rebound to Gentilly. Zach gets it, going to back it out for South Ripley and reset the offense with six minutes to play in a third quarter. Zach comes off a ball screen, goes right side to Volts. Three on the way, long. Rebound controlled by Gentile once again. Two offensive rebounds in this possession for Zach Gentile. What we would call long rebounds, yes, Bryce. See that often on a uh, three-point shot. Blake Foles for the basketball, left side Gentile off of a high ball screen. Looks inside, tries to find Schwarty, does so, double-teamed, kicks it out, three by Gentile, short, rebound this time, controlled by Caleb, make it uh, Wyatt Day. Wyatt Day finds Swinney, three on the way, right wing, no good. Offensive rebound by Wilson, the putback is good. Second chance opportunity for Jackson. I believe that's the first time they've been able to do that tonight. And the first basket of the game for Ryan Wilson, the 5'9 senior guard. 32-29 Eagles, 5'10 to play here in quarter number three. Schwarty with his back to the basket, left block, big ups by Schwarty. He goes up high to get the basket, his 18th point. Make it 32-31, Eagles. Swinney gives it off to Caleb Simon. Simon drives hard into the paint, picks up his dribble, kicks it out to Swinney. Three on the baseline, no good. Rebound to Zach Gentile. And yes, that did bang. (laughs) Schwarty has the ball, back out to Gentile. Blaine Ward open, three on the right side, rims out. Rebound controlled by Simon. Simon's going to take it out of there on the dribble. Shot that one from the parking lot. Gives it up to Swinney. Swinney gives it over to Simon on the left wing. Simon dribbling with Blake, with Blake Volts guarding him. Turnaround jumper comes up short. Rebound controlled by Wyatt Day as he chases it out. Wyatt gives it up to Swinney. He'll let three more fly short. And on this one, we got a rebound and a foul on the rebound. As Blake Volts ended up on the ground, Bryce, and I believe it's going to be a foul against the Eagles. Yep, Eagles will pick it up with Caleb Simon. That's his second, team second of the half. And Caleb, the sportsman that he is, reached down to help Blake Volts off the ground there. And I believe that was just a little too aggressive on the block out that time by, by Simon. 32-31, Raiders trail by one. 4-10 to play here in the third quarter. Got so excited, Rob, I broke my pencil. I hate when that happens. <laughs> Gentile gets it across the timeline, goes off a screen, gives it on top to Volts, wide open for three, top of the key, no good. Rebound controlled by Dickman. Dickman gives it off to Wyatt Day. Wyatt going to push tempo, looks inside, tries to find Greasep, 
deflected by South Ripley, saved back in bounds by Ward, but he actually stepped on the line trying to save it, keep it with the Eagles. 3.50 to go here in the third quarter. The teams collectively here in the third, 0 of 9 from three-point range. Yeah, they've gone cold here in the second half. On the inbound pass, I believe it's going to be a moving screen against Jackson Dell and give it over to South Ripley. Bryce, who's that foul called on? Mark that one against Dickman. He is the first to reach the three foul mark in this one. That's also the team's third. 3.45 to play, 32-31. Raiders trail by one with the basketball. Gentile walks it across the timeline, goes right side to Blake Volts. Volts going to drive baseline, kicks it out to Gentile on top to Schwarty. Schwarty with the basketball being guarded by Justin Swinney. Schwarty kicks it out to Gentile. Gentile on the left wing with the basketball goes on top to Ward between the circles. Now right side to Henry. Raiders being very patient this possession. We got a whistle, and this will be a moving screen against South Ripley. Yep, um, one on each end of the floor on consecutive possessions right there. And for South Ripley, that goes against Blaine Ward. That'll be his first, team's first of the half. Senior checks in for South Ripley, the 5'9", Luke Cranfield off the bench. He'll replace Henry. Jackson Dell with the basketball and a one-point lead, 3.15 to play here in the third quarter. Wyatt Day off a ball screen, gets into the paint, fakes, puts it up, and rolls it in. First basket for Wyatt since the first quarter, 12 points for Wyatt Day. Eagles go back on top by three. Such a heady player. Blake. Blaine Ward has the basketball, drives into the paint. <laughs> a little scoop shot in the reverse for Blaine Ward. Nice move by the freshman. Ward has nine, and it's 34-33. to 33. You do that in the driveway with your buddies. You don't see that too often in actual live high school action, but it happened right there. Justin Sweeney on the right wing gives it back out top to Wyatt Day. Wyatt back to Sweeney in the corner. Sweeney looking for Simon, finds him in the paint. Simon picks up his dribble, kicks it out to Greasep. Three on the way, got it. Yeah, Greasep was a bit off balance when he let that one go, too. Looked like he was kind of falling off to his right. Devin Greasep from the left wing gets his seventh point. Eagles go back on top by four, 37-33. Blake Volts has it. Now on top to Blaine Ward, left side to Gentile. Gentile on top to Schwarty. Shorty guarded by Sweeney, drives it all the way around to the right baseline. They kick it back out. Now Blake Volts has it. We got a whistle and a foul on the floor as Blake Volts put it on the floor, Bryce. Yeah, um, Jackson Dell's Devin Greasep will pick up that one, I believe. Is that the case? 24th? Yep, there it is, just confirming. His second team's fourth. 2.02 to play in the third quarter. Raiders trailing by four. They get it in to Gentile. He's going inside to Shorty. Shorty puts it up. And no good from in front of the rim, but there was contact there, and Schwarty will go to the free throw line to shoot two. Yeah, a little bit of stumbling and bumbling inside there by Jackson Dell. The Eagles or the Raiders had a shot there momentarily there, but missed that one. But two free throws on the way as the Eagles' Nathan Hoffman picks up his first foul. That's the team's fifth. Schwarty one for two from the free throw line tonight, making two for three. Instantly enough, Bryce, when the pass was in the air, Schwarty was wide open. Yes. Credit to Caleb Simon, who recovered quickly to get in there and provide some defense uh, to Schwarty on that shot in the paint. Uh, just got a little too aggressive, and Schwarty makes both free throws. Nick Schwarty has 20 of South Ripley's 35 points, and it's 37-35 Eagles. Raiders have done a nice job with their trips to the line. They collectively for the game, six out of seven so far. Swinney has it knocked away. Ball is loose. Ward dives for it, as does Schwarty. Now we got Simon jumping down there as well. Good hustle all the way around. We got a held ball, 
And the alternating possession, I think, will go to South Ripley. Yeah, that'll be and a turnover. It does, but That's a turnover for the Eagles, Rob. Great hustle on all sides there. Good hard play and good sportsmanship all the way around. And South Ripley's going to take a 30-second timeout. We'll take a 30-second break as well. We'll be back with more right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Rob Moorhead, Bryce Kendrick back with you. Eagles on top, 37-35 here, 141 to play in the third quarter. Tyler Teasing having a conversation with the officials. I think what happened here, Bryce, on that scrum, I think Tyler Teasing thought he called a timeout before the jump ball was called, and now the officials are going to congregate once again, and Tyler is talking about whether or not if they gave me, he said, if you gave me the timeout, that means we had the ball. And now the officials seem to have figured it out. I have no idea how they figured it out, but now they're going to give Tyler that 30-second timeout. Right. But we can keep it right here. I and, think we can. And yes. try to try to, <laughs> try to break that, this down. Man, that was weird. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if the timeout was called, South Ripley should have possession of the basketball. There was the pause, and the, the officials talked it over and said, no, you didn't get the timeout. And then they reconvened, and yeah, you did get the timeout. Which they do have the ball on the alternating possession. I think what we'll have to look at here, Bryce, is does the possession arrow change when they throw the ball in? That's a good point. If not, then they're going to say that South Ripley got that timeout while the ball was on the floor. And to be honest, South Ripley had possession. Tyler would have had time to call the timeout before Caleb Simon jumped into that scrum and got his hands on the ball as well. The arrow's still pointing towards South Ripley. The timeout is over. Normally, they don't change it till the ball so comes in bounds. Ball so has let's to be see, in play. Let's see what happens here as Tyler uh, getting an explanation from one of the referees. Clint Bowman doesn't seem too upset by it. So, well, Tyler Teasing is shaking his head, so I don't think he's happy with what happened. He right did there. not get it as the possession arrow is switched to Jackson Dell now. So, they did. was a held ball situation. South Ripley on the offensive attack. They bring it out top to Ward, top of the key. He goes left side with it to Cranfield. Cranfield puts it on the floor, goes back to Ward, back to Cranfield. Cranny's going to put up three of the baseline. It's no good. Rebound to Wyatt Day. Wyatt Day quickly across the timeline gets rid of the grease up. Three out of the corner by Grease up in and out. Offensive rebound for the Eagles. Put back no good. Now the ball is loose, and Blaine Ward comes away with it for South Ripley. That put back was by Nathan Hoffman. Blake Volts has it. He attacks the basket. Now he'll kick it out, and Blaine Ward gets the basketball. They go all the way to the right corner, make it left corner to Schwarty. Give it back to Blaine Ward. Eagles stay man-to-man. Schwarty takes a handoff. He'll dribble it out between the circles for South Ripley. Gives it off to Gentilly. Gentilly pulls up from 17 off the back rim. No good. Rebound controlled by the Eagles. First miss from two and a half by South Ripley. Hoffman gets the rebound. Here comes Wyatt Day with it. Nice crossover by Wyatt Day. He goes to the basket with a one-hander and lays it in from the right side. 14 for Day. Eagles on top by four. Beautiful finish. Clint Bowman clapping for his Eagles, trying to fire him up on defense. Raiders go inside to Schwarty. Schwarty turns to the middle. No good on the first one. Put back, no good. Schwarty ends up on the ground. Justin Swinney comes away with the basketball. Now Day has it on the run. 
Day gives it up to Simon. Simon outside the top of the key, and Simon is going to draw a foul as he tried to go to the basket. And I believe that's going to go against South Ripley. Who you got, Bryce? Uh, It is. And uh, the South Ripley fans, I think they saw maybe an extension of the arm right there, but it's going to be a blocking foul called against Blake Voles. That'll be... Actually, I think that goes against Luke Cranfield. Okay, Cranfield will pick up his first then, and that'll be the team's second of the half. 9.4 seconds left in the third quarter. Eagles looking to extend their four-point lead. They throw it in. Simon gets it. He's going to dribble. Simon probably going to take the last shot here as he's going one-on-one. Spins into the paint. Puts it up off the glass. Just a beautiful finish by Simon. Make it 41-35 Eagles at the end of quarter number three. And Caleb Simon had six points in the quarter. He now has eight for the game. We'll take a 30-second timeout, and we'll come back with fourth quarter action right after this. You're listening to High School Basketball on Country 103.9 WRBI. Is your business network equipped to handle 2022? Get fast, reliable internet now with speeds up to one gig. From small storefronts to large enterprise, schools, and healthcare, Great Plains Communications scalable technology solutions are ready to fit your needs. With local teams backed by over a century of experience, local service with a global connection. Contact us today at 833-341-2324 or gpcom.com. Speeds and availability may vary by location. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Gehrings, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Great Plains Communications, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. Rob Moorhead, Bryce Kendrick back with you. 41-35 Eagles on top. Bryce, they won that quarter 15-9, and uh, we talked about Caleb Simon coming to life. He did just that in that quarter. Well, he certainly did, and you saw two players for Jacksonville doing what they do best, and that's finish at the rim. Wyatt Day and Caleb Simon, the last four points of the quarter by Jacksonville, both great finishes on the right side of the glass. Those two accounted for 10 of the 15 points in that quarter for the Eagles. Jacksonville gets first possession. They try to hand off to Wyatt Day. Wyatt kicks it out on the baseline to Greasep. Greasep drives. He tries to kick it out top. The ball is loose. South Ripley chases it down. Nice job. They get it ahead to Bradley, and Bradley lays it in, but give Dalton Smith credit on the hustle. Dalton Smith came up with a loose ball, and Bradley lays it in for his first two. You're not kidding. A great slide there by Dalton Smith to get to the ball and then dish it off. In the corner, it's Sweeney from the left side. Puts up a three, and he nails it. Wow. Justin Sweeney has 10 in the game, drained a three from the left corner, puts Jack on top by seven. Blaine Ward stepped back three, and it's no good off the front rim. Rebound controlled by Bradley. Bradley looks inside to Volts. It's knocked away and stolen by Greasep. Greasep gets it away to Simon. Caleb on the run with the basketball. Pulls up from 10. Shoots it short. Wyatt Day on the putback. No good. Rebound by Henry. We've played one minute in quarter number four. Eagles on top by seven, and the Raiders will walk it up. South Ripley still looking for their first three-point basket of the second half. A row of seven. Dalton Smith has it on the left wing. Gives it off to Blake Volts. Volts has it, goes baseline to Bradley. Bradley will dribble it out back to Volts. Volts drives to the right, puts up a shot. He got fouled. The shot does not go in. And Blake Volts will go to the free throw line to shoot two. Yep, 33 and white will tow the line from 15 feet out as it is 15 for Jackson Dell. Justin Swinney picking up his first foul. That's the team's sixth. Blake averages nine points a game, has only two tonight. He's a 71% free throw shooter, 39 of 51, and he misses the first one. 
Checking back in for South Ripley. Gentile and Schwarty come back in. Logan Bradley checks out. As does... Who else came off the floor there? Dalton Smith? Nope. Dalton's still out there. there. Henry came out. Nope, he's still out there. Somebody did. They only got five. (laughs) Second free throw is on the way and good by Blake Volts. So that cuts the lead to six. Bryce, 34-38. I'm sorry, Rob. Raiders are four or five from the line. Jack Sedell has yet to shoot a free throw in the game. Blake Volts checked out of the game. Ah, That makes sense to me now. So Blake was at the free throw line there and checked out. That was your version of Where's Waldo? Where's Waldo? We found him. Eagles, a six-point lead. Wyatt Day tries to make it nine, and my gosh, does he. Wyatt Day drains the three. He's got 17, 47-38. Eagles have their biggest lead since the first quarter. Outside of tackle him, you can't defend that. That's a good-looking shot, and the Eagles drop back in a 1-2-2 zone. South Ripley will set their offense against this zone. When the Eagles tried this in the first half, the Raiders held the ball. This time they throw a skip pass to Schwarty out of the corner. His three no good, and the rebound knocked out of bounds by South Ripley. And quite honestly, Bryce, the Raiders have gone ice cold from the three-point line. Oh, it has been a tough night. We saw this type of shooting when they were up in Greensburg where they hit just 15% from the field. They were only 3 of 14 in the first half. They are 0 of 8 now here in the second half. 47-38, Eagles trying to make it a double-digit advantage with five and a half to play. Grisa has it on the right wing. Picks it up at the elbow, a little back bounce pass. Now they go out to Dickman. Dickman takes it to the block. He comes out to Grisa. Grisa drives, loses the handle on the basketball. Smith had it. It's loose again. Now Gentile has it. Gentile kicks it ahead to Henry. Henry loses the handle. He's going to get called for a double dribble or travel or all the above. <laughs> Take your pick, but it will result in the turnover for South Ripley. Each team coughing it up in their front court. The ball was a little slick right there, Bryce. Nobody could get a handle on it. 5.28 to play here in quarter number four. Speaking of slick, did you see the uh, indoor rain delay with Xavier and Providence? I did. I did. (laughs) I did, and I saw the oldest college co-ed in the uh, (laughs) – Fantastic. I guess not a co-ed college gentleman. As, as Simon has a basketball, yeah. puts up a long three from the left side. It goes long, and on the rebound, we're going to get a foul against the Eagles. Yep, Eagles out of position. Give Raiders the credit for the rebound right there. What was that about a 70-year-old guy that hopped into the student section and was singing? Uh, he was having a great time. Singing Living on a Prayer, yes, I believe it was. little Bon Jovi. Foul against uh, Dickman. That's his fourth, Rob. Team's seventh. And that puts the Raiders in the bonus with yep. 5-12 to play. South Ripley is a team, a 69% free throw shooting team. Cole Henry is going to the line for the bonus. The freshman is two for two on the evening for his only two points of the game. That was back in the first quarter. Cole eyes it up, and he gets the first one. You know, this is certainly something that South Ripley could use right now, trailing by eight points with 5-12 left. Chance to score the clock stopped. Makes it 47-39. As Clinton Patrick checks in for Dalton Smith. While the Raiders have not shot the ball well from the three-point arc, they have shot the ball well from the line. Second free throw by Henry is good. That's a good-looking freshman right there. That's for Raider fans. He and Blaine Ward give you some hope for what's coming back, even though you lose, what, six six players and a manager as seniors this year. Yeah. Jackson Dell with the basketball. Greasep has it being guarded by Schwarty. Schwarty putting all kind of pressure on Greasep, and we got a timeout being called 
by Clint Bowman as they were very near a five-second violation, yeah, right? Yeah, very tight defense, man-to-man defense here by South Ripley, nearly forcing the five, and it looks like Jackson Dell is going to take a full timeout. We'll step aside for a 30-second break with 4.57 to play. It is 47-40. Jackson Dell on top of South Ripley. You're listening to 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And tonight's game brought to you in part by Ison's Family Pizza, Bruns Gutswiller, and, and George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. 47-40, Jackson Dell, a victory. Gives the Eagles the outright win of the ORBC. They would be 6-0 in the league. That would make Southwestern second at 5-1, and South Ripley would fall to 4-2 in third. However, if the Raiders can pull off the comeback victory, it'd be a three-way tie atop the lead. We will know in the next four minutes and 57 seconds. Timeout is over. Jackson Dell throws it into Wyatt Day in the backcourt. Day being guarded by Gentile. Off a high ball screen from Simon. They switch. Now Bradley make that Patrick on Day. And that puts Simon guarding, guarded by Gentile. They throw it into Simon, and Zach will be called for the foul. Yep, only his first. That's the team's third. Zach tried to get underneath him there, and uh, Caleb did a good job drawing the foul. They throw it into Caleb on the inbounds. Caleb has it knocked out of his hands, but it goes right to Wyatt Day, and Wyatt Day's shot goes up. No good, but a whistle and a foul, and Wild to go to the free throw line to shoot two. And Raiders missed an opportunity to get away with a turnover there, Brian. Yes, they did. A day ended up flat on his back. Schwarty will pick up the foul for South Ripley. That's his second team's fourth. Wyatt Day, the 6'2 senior, has 17 points on the night. He is an 85% free throw shooter, 83 from 98. Bryce, he makes these two. He'll be 85 for 100, but he missed the first one. So now he could be 84% if he makes this one, be 84 for 100. Do you understand how percentages work? I, I am, and uh, you're giving me a headache. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped back into Algebra 1 teacher there for a minute. Wyatt Day looking for his 18th point. Got it. Puts Jackson Dell up by 8, 48 to 40, 440 to play here in the contest. Eagles come back man-to-man now. They go right side to South Ripley and give it to Blake Volts. He gives it up to Schwarty. Schwarty to Volts in the corner, three on the way. Got it. The Raiders' three-point drought is over as Blake Volts has his sixth point. Now the Raiders are going to pick up full court, make it 48-43. First and nine tries in this second half. Reset gets it ahead to Day. Day has it knocked away by Gentile. As they both go for the basketball, it's going to be a foul against the Raiders. Yep, mark that one against Zach Gentile. That's his second team's fifth. Zach Gentile giving up a few inches there to Wyatt Day. Day at 6'2", Zach Gentile at 5'8", but Zach will give you everything he's got. Really, this little cluster of fouls that South Ripley has uh, is not a bad thing for the Raiders because if it gets really tight, you want to be in a position, if you need to foul, you can, and put put the other team at the line. Caleb Simon has it on the right wing. He kicks it over to Wilson, left side. Wilson drives, puts up a running shot. No good. A ball being battled for. Clinton Patrick comes away with it for the Raiders. Raiders a chance 
to cut into this five-point advantage. It's Bowles for three more. This one off the back rim. Gentile with the rebound. Tried to throw it in as he was falling out of bounds, and Caleb Simon steals it. Simon dribbles it all the way down, goes into the block, and he's going to be a whistle. The shot goes in. They'll say no shot. Foul before the shot, and it looks like it's going to go against South Ripley. Well, you got two two Raider players that were both defending and both went to the hardwood on the same play. And they're going to call this against 35, Clinton Patrick. The scoreboard has it wrong because Clinton Patrick ended up on the ground there. And I know when he came over, and they, they ought to check that because the official had 3-5 up. You're right, Bryce. The scoreboard has 33, and that's the way it'll go down. They throw it into okay. Simon. Simon kicks it out to Grease Up. Grease Up dribbles to the paint, puts up an off-balance shot. No good. Cole Henry clears the glass for the Raiders. Blake Volts on the run with the basketball, kicks it out to Gentile. Jack will go to the free throw line, gives it up baseline to Volts. Volts finds Patrick wide open, top of the key, three on the way, no good. Simon going for the rebound, and he'll be fouled. And that one will go against Volts, and if they keep the other one on him, that's going to give him four, Bryce. Uh, that would be the case. Let's see if they flip it to four, and they do. So number four against Volts, that is the seventh against South Ripley. Take it to the other end for a Jackson Dell one and one I would check the tape on that from before, Bryce, because I know that official came over with a 3-5, and Clinton Patrick was the one who was on the ground. But they're going to have Blaine Ward check in. Blake Volts will check out with four fouls. I have a call into our New York office. Have him check it as Caleb Simon goes to the free throw line. He's long on the first one, rebound by Schwarty. Caleb Simon, a 68% free throw shooter. Here comes South Ripley on the offensive attack. Patrick to Henry, three left side, rims out. Rebound being battled for South Ripley's Gentile comes away with it, and his put back from in front of the rim is good. Four points for Gentile, and it's a three-point game, and South Ripley will press. Advantageous there for South Ripley. Sweeney throws it into Greasib and gets it back. Now Sweeney will walk it up. And South Ripley is pressing on Simon and Day. Sweeney gets into the paint, kicks it out to Dickman. Dickman wide open, not going to shoot it, trying to get it to Simon, and he does. Simon into the paint. His shot up is no good, but we got a whistle on the drive, and I believe it'll be a foul against the Raiders that'll send Simon back to the free throw line. Definitely not a shooting foul. It was on the drive. This one should go against Patrick, and it is. That's his second team's eighth. So Simon, 74 for 110 coming into the game, a 67% free throw shooter, 0 for 1 tonight. Now he's 1 for 2. That one was pure. Nine points for the 6'3 senior. Eagles never shot a free throw until the fourth quarter. They are currently two of four. And Simon had the ball, but the buzzer sounded as the Raiders have a sub checking in. The Eagle fans not happy with that. And uh, the sub will come in, and then Caleb will get the ball back here. Subbing in is for South Ripley. Dalton Smith checks in, and Clinton Patrick checks out. Now they give it back to Simon. He's going to dribble it. Free throws on the way, and he missed it. Rebound controlled by Gentile, 49-45. Raiders down by four. They give it to Schwarty. Ward is open. His three-pointer is blocked, and Caleb Simon comes away with it with two hands. Justin Sweeney gets credit for the block. 2.15 to play. Wyatt Day with the basketball. Goes to Sweeney. Sweeney being guarded by Ward. Sweeney picks up his dribble, gives it to Simon. Schwarty will guard Simon. Simon dribbling on the right wing. Back to Sweeney. Wide open. Three on the way. Got it. Huge shot for Justin Sweeney. You're not kidding. 13 for Sweeney, and the Eagles on top by seven. Shorty with it. Back to Gentile. 
Gentile dribbles. Eagles playing zone here. They go inside to Schwarty. Schwarty going to go to the basket, puts up a shot off the glass and rolls it in. Nice answer. Schwarty playing through contact there, makes it 22-20. to Tyler Teasing wants a full timeout. We'll take a timeout as well. We'll come back after this 30-second break on Country 103.9 WRBI. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunt Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunt Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunt Cake. Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing chocolate caramel lava bunt cake. You gotta try one of our personal sized chocolate bunt cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yum! Oh, stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for Batesville the best pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Thank you very much, Jeff Smurdell, back here at South Ripley. We just heard from our good friends at Ison's Family Pizza, and, of course, they are the hosts of Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI. Join us on Monday night for a boys' basketball sectional preview show. We will have 10 area coaches on the show to talk about their teams in the upcoming state tournament, Rob. Sounds like a plan, Bryce. I know you'll have those interviews all queued up and ready to go on Monday night. Coach's Corner, 6 o'clock. Timeout is over. Eagles have the basketball. They have to go the length of the floor here. They have a five-point advantage, 144 to play. Raiders pressing full court man-to-man. Simon gets it in, and when your big man can dribble it up the floor like that, Bryce, it makes him pretty dangerous. No question. He gets it back. Being double-teamed now gets rid of it to Wyatt Day. Day's going to dribble it out. Back out to the center circle. Jackson Dell can play a little keep away here. Wyatt Day into the paint, pulls up in front of the rim, and he got it. Layups and free throws. Wasn't exactly a layup, but that was pretty close for Wyatt Day. 20 now for Wyatt Day. Eagles on top, 56-47. Raiders with the basketball. They still have 54 on the scoreboard. I thought it was 56. Cole Henry has it on the baseline. Now it's a seven-point lead. It's 54-47. Simon gets the steal. He throws it ahead to Greasep. Greasep loses the handle on it. Goes out of bounds off of South Ripley. Keep it with the Eagles. Yeah, break for the Eagles right there. Every possession magnified here with only 63 seconds left in the game. Blaine Ward checks back in. Clinton Patrick checks out. Now Dalton Smith will check in as well for South Ripley. Justin Swinney will throw it in for Jackson Dell. 103 to play. Eagles triggering it in under their own basket. Here comes the screen for Simon. He'll go to the corner. They're going to throw it deep. Shorty almost had a hand on him, but Greasep goes up with those long arms and gets it. Now it's Wyatt Day dribbling into the paint. Wyatt dribbles it back out the other side. Wyatt still dribbling, gives it up to Sweeney with 53 seconds, and Sweeney will be fouled. And that's going to send Justin to the free throw line for the bonus. Yep, should be Blaine Ward on the foul. It is. The freshman picks up his second. That's the team's ninth. Justin Sweeney, an 80% free throw shooter. That's who Clint Bowman would like at the free throw line. Justin having a nice ball game with 13 points. He averages six. So Justin Swinney has given Jackson Dell some good basketball tonight. His first free throw is up, and he gets it. Robbie, you're talking about Swinney right there. South Ripley, there was a lot of momentum with South Ripley, and then Swinney hit that three. I really thought that that was kind of a turning point here in this fourth quarter. I do not disagree. Swinney looks for free throw number two, and he gets it. So the 6-1 senior comes up big for the Eagles. They're now on top by nine. Raiders need points in bunches. Ward in the corner gives to Gentile. He finds Schwarty. Now Volts, three from the left side, short. 
Rebound controlled by Caleb Simon. Now it's knocked out of his hands, but a whistle and a foul. And that foul will go against South Ripley, and Simon's going to go to the free throw line, and this one is getting away from the Raiders. Yep, shooting two now as uh, that is the 10th team foul against South Ripley. Individually, it goes to Schwarty, his third. So Jackson Dell with a nine-point advantage and 40 seconds left. Caleb Simon with nine points on the night, looking to get into double digits. First free throw is up and rims out. Caleb struggling to the charity strike tonight. Only one for four, Bryce. Yep, team collectively four of eight. Caleb try again to get into double digits on the second free throw. And got it. It's that one little girl in the gray T-shirt there behind the basket that was causing the distraction. (laughs) Eagles by 10. (laughs) South Ripley long three by Gentile off the back of the rim. And Simon goes up to grab the rebound, and he'll get more practice at the free throw line. Yep. As Caleb will go back to shoot two more with 34 seconds left. Another foul against Blaine Ward, his third. The Raiders put up a valiant effort tonight, Bryce, but cold shooting from three-point range in the second half will end up being the detriment. Well, they went 0 for 8, hit one, and then they've missed their last six. On the other side... Caleb Simon steps to the free throw line, makes the first one. Eagles by 11. Second free throw, got them both. So Caleb Simon now has 12, and Tyler Teasing will empty the bench for South Ripley. Throwing up the white flag with 34 seconds left. He'll congratulate his team on a valiant effort, and the Raider faithful standing up and giving a nice round of applause to the seniors that are checking out of the game right now. And uh, not to hang their heads about tonight, Bryce. They gave it all they had, but yeah. they're going to come up short as Gavin Binion brings it up for South Ripley. Been a great game tonight. Gives it to Ward. Ward will let a long <laughs> three fly, and finally the Raiders get one to go as Blaine Ward now in double digits with 12. And Jackson Dell's Wyatt Day will just dribble this one out. I believe the final score will end up being 59-50. to The Eagle faithful on their feet, cheering for their ORBC champion, Jackson Dell Eagles. They were the Ripley County Tourney champs. They're now the ORBC champs. They've got two crowns, Rice, and I'm sure they're looking for a third one next week. And they will be the favorite going into uh, 1A sectional 60. There is the buzzer, and this game is over. The Jacksonville Eagles run their record to 17-5, 6-0 in the ORBC with a 59-50 victory over South Ripley. We'll figure up some statistics and come back with our postgame show Right after this, you're listening to High School Basketball on Country 103.9 WRBI. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, free delivery and caring for their customers' needs has been their way of business for over 30 years. It's not something new and will always be what George's family values, you and your family. It's easy to switch. Go to georgespharmacy.com and request your transfer or call any of their 10 George's locations. We are here for you. Free delivery before, now, and always. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Kurt Nelco, your local Linux dealer, is 50 years old. Hi, it's Scott Lamping, and we're proud to have been providing quality products, professional installation, and dependable service for residential, commercial, and farms in southeastern Indiana since 1971. Our experienced and helpful calendar staff can help you do-it-yourselfers and contractors, and our experienced service technicians and installers are glad to do it for you. Kurt Nelco, celebrating 50 years of business. 
This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from the basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and sign up for service today. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. This is the Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area games. Welcome back to South Ripley High School. Rob Moorhead, Bryce Kendrick back with you on our post game show where the Jacksonville Eagles come away with a 59-50 ORBC victory over the South Ripley Raiders. The Eagles celebrate at midcourt as they're also going to get the pride trophy tonight, Bryce. South Ripley was in possession of the Pride Trophy coming into the ball game, and the Eagles will take home the Ripley County, the Ripley Publishing Pride Trophy as well tonight. And uh, Jackson Dell, a 59-50 victory here over South Ripley. The Eagles led at all the stops. Well, that's not correct. Eagles were up 18 to 13 after the first quarter. We were actually tied at the half, 26 all. Jackson Dell outscored South Ripley 15 to nine in quarter number three to go on top, 41 to 35. And then the Eagles closed it out, outscoring South Ripley 18-15 in the fourth and final quarter. 59-50 is the final score in the ballgame. Jackson Dell goes to 6-0 in the ORVC, and they are the champions, an undefeated record in the ORVC. Leading the way for the victorious Eagles tonight, 6-2 senior Wyatt Day put 20 points on the board for Jackson Dell, hitting three three-pointers in the contest, 20 on the night for Wyatt Day. A great effort by 6'1 senior Justin Swinney. Swinney goes for 15 points tonight, getting three three-pointers of his own. Also in double figures, 6'3 senior Caleb Simon had only two points in quarter number one, got 10 in the second quarter, in the second half, and uh, finished with 12 points on the night. Also rounding out the scoring for the Eagles, Devin Greesup had seven, Matt Dickman had three, and Ryan Wilson had a basket for two. So again for Jackson Bell, 20 for Wyatt Day, 15 for Justin Sweeney, and 12 for Caleb Simon, 7 for Devin Greesup, 3 for Matt Dickman, and 2 for Ryan Wilson. That's the 59 points for the Jacksonville Eagles. For South Ripley, an outstanding effort tonight. Their shooting touch went cold in quarter number 3, and the Raiders could not get back in it after that as they only put 50 on the board tonight, but they were led by an outstanding effort from their 6'5 senior, Nick Schwarty, Nick had 22 points on the night, including 16 in the first half. Three three-pointers for Nick, 22 on the evening. Blaine Ward also made double figures tonight with 12, getting a couple nifty drives to the basket, a right-hand reverse layup from the left side there in the second half, one of the prettier shots we saw tonight. 12 points on the night for Blaine Ward. Blake Volts tossed in six points for the Raiders tonight, four for Zach Gentile and Cole Henry. And then two points for Logan Bradley. Again for the Raiders, 22 for Schwarty, 12 for Blaine Ward, 6 for Volts, 
four for Gentile and Henry, and two for Logan Bradley. That's the 50 for the South Ripley Raiders. Regular season record, the Raiders dropped to 12 and 10, four and two in the ORVC. Uh, good for a third place finish. Bryce, what do the team numbers look like? All right, let's take a look at the shooting for South Ripley. 13 of 21 from two point range. That's 62%, but. 5 of 30 from beyond the arc, only 17%. They finish overall 18 of 51 for 35%. Jackson Dell, solid on both twos and threes. 14 of 25 inside the arc for 56%. 8 of 20 from beyond, that's good for 40. Overall field goal shooting, 22 of 45 for 49%. South Ripley, good job at the free throw stripe tonight, hitting 9 of 11 for 82%. Jackson Dell did not shoot any free throws in the first half. They finished the night 7 of 11 for 60 Rebounding adds a slight advantage to South Ripley, 28 to 26. They had a plus four advantage on the offensive glass, 10 to six. Uh, turnovers were minimal in this game. Only eight by Jackson Dell, only six by South Ripley. And South Ripley, of course, having to foul a little bit more late, so they ended up with more fouls at the end, 16 to 12 uh, against the Eagles. There, Bryce, looking ahead next week for Jackson Dell, they'll head to Southwestern Shelbyville. For the sectional, they will be playing in game number one on Tuesday night. Jackson Dell will take on Rising Sun in the only game at Southwestern Shelby on Tuesday night. Eagles uh, coming in uh, with a week to go. They uh, they got ranked back in the uh, Class 1A poll at number 12. According to the Sagarin, they are 7th best in Class 1A. Uh, they will be a substantial statistical favorite against Rising Sun on Tuesday night. If they're able to get by Rising Sun, they'll come back on Friday and have to take on Waldron. Waldron, the only other team in this section with a winning record, Bryce, at 11-10. and 10. Yeah, very similar as far as the numbers are concerned between Waldron and Rising Sun. Not necessarily wins and losses, but as far as the power rankings are concerned. Uh, so uh, Jackson Dell looks to have two fairly favorable matchups there with a chance to get into the championship game on Saturday. In the bottom half of the bracket, Hauser takes on Morristown, 6 p.m. Wednesday. Southwestern Shelby takes on Oldenburg at 7.30 on Wednesday. The winners of those two teams, those two games, I should say, will play in the second game on Friday night. Morristown Yellow Jackets graduated a lot of scoring from that team last year, and uh, I know that they've had some health issues with the team this year, so they only enter that game with uh, three wins on the season. Uh, the Jets are a team that have been kind of up and down this season. They come in at 9-13, and 13, but that's a, that's a team you might want to watch. In that second game, Southwestern of Shelbyville and Oldenburg Academy. Oldenburg is another team, Rob, that has had some health issues throughout this season. Gary Mormon's team is playing very good down the stretch now. They've got bodies back, and while Oldenburg is only sitting on five wins, Southwestern Shelby better be ready. Let's take a look at the South Ripley sectional. That was a seven-teamer in uh, in in, in uh, Southwest Shelby. And I tell you what, I'm stuttering here because we're going to give uh, a quick interview here to the victorious head coach of the Jacksonville Eagles. Then we'll come back and talk about that South Ripley sectional. But Clint Bowman joins us. Coach Bowman, congratulations. Your Eagles get a big 59-50 win. More importantly, you are the undefeated ORVC champions. Yeah, thank you, guys. It's uh, pretty special. You know, we had to uh, – the, the South River, we had to come to our place last year and do the same thing. And, you know, we, we had to watch them celebrate on our floor. And we've been waiting a year for this, so <laughs> a little emotional. Um, I did not smile or have a, a good day at all. You know, I was just, you know, pen up, ready to go. And uh, so it was finally uh, – I don't think I smiled till we were up 12 and he took everybody out. So I, yeah, I, I never thought it was over. Um, just an awesome effort by our guys and our seniors. I'm, I'm really proud of them. They really deserve this. Well, you're, you're talking about being emotional. And before, before this game ever started, you and I were sitting down for a pregame interview. And we've done enough interviews. I don't think I've ever seen you that uptight. Yeah, like I said, I, I told him in the locker room, I, I, you know, that 
you know, we're not here to, to, to talk to people and we're not here to, to make friends and whatever. We're here to win a basketball game. And, and uh, I just thought that was the attitude that we had to have today. You know, I'm usually pretty happy-go-lucky, but right. uh, I think my students in math class had – had a little rough time with me today too, so uh, it wasn't just you, Bryce. I apologize. Well, I'm I'm, gl- I'm glad you took the time to talk to me because I would have taken it personally if you if you, got, if you snubbed me. But but you have talked about uh, the, the first game against South Ripley, your last couple of games. You talked about not getting off to a good start. You hit your first five shots in this one. Yeah, I really thought I, I really thought if we if we had a good start and we got them down, that we could really get it rolling. And, and to their credit, you know. I told our guys, I said, I think, I think we can get them down. I think we can get it going. And to their credit, right back, they came right back, you know. And, and there's no quit in those guys. They have a lot of pride. Um, you know, nobody's ever going to quit in this game. And so I give, uh, you know, Coach Teasing and the South Ripley boys a lot of credit because it could have easily got out of hand if we hit a couple more there. So um, knew it was going to be tough all the way down and, and, yeah, finally had a good start. So well, we need three more of those next week, and, and then we'll go from there. Well, Clay, you know what you're going to get night in, night out out of Wyatt Day and Caleb Simon. Even though Caleb was held quiet in the first half, Bryce and I talked. He would be a factor in this game, and he was getting 10 in the second half. But I want you to talk about the play of Justin Sweeney. Yep. Justin Sweeney came in and played some big basketball for you tonight, hit some big shots, and ended up with 15 points, Did three really three-pointers, well? eight points in the deciding fourth quarter. Justin Sweeney, I thought, was a huge factor in the night's game. Yeah, he's a special kid. You know, this week at, at practice uh, the other day, you know, I, I talked about how you know you have to be able to affect the game when you don't score. And Justin's had several games like that where he's had to face guard the other team's best player, and he covers a lot of their mistakes. And he may not shoot, he may not score, and he, he's like still our third or the best player in the game. And and uh, and tonight, you know, when they they were going to try to you know to face guard Caleb and Wyatt, and that's why teams are going to have a hard time because we have some guys that will step up, and the those guys hit some big shots in the beginning of the game, and then then he went cold, and, and you know to his credit. There's no, there's no backing down in that kid. You know, he missed about four or five in a row, and they, we were up four points, swung it around, and that's when, you know, most kids are going to be like, hey, you know, I missed it. I better pull it back out. And he just stepped right into it and buried it. And, and really, that was the shot that sealed the game for us. Only in your second year, Coach, you get the ORVC championship. You came up just a little bit short a year ago. You've got a great group of kids there uh, that are wearing the scarlet and Columbia blue. Just uh, give me a quick uh, synopsis of your thoughts and maybe some things that you shared with your players right after the game was over. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a lucky guy to be here. I, at, like, literally, literally every day, I'm like, wow, I cannot believe I'm the basketball coach at Jacksonville. Coach, it's emotional, and there's nothing wrong with that. It, it shows how much you put into it how much time and effort and energy you put into it and how much this means to you and uh it's an outstanding victory for you tonight and coach you've also got a big week coming up next week yeah we have to be ready tuesday you know we're we're scheduled to go practice tomorrow morning at shelbyville at 9 30 so <laughs> i don't think any of them are too happy about that and uh you know old coach bowen may not be real happy about that but we're gonna go practice tomorrow and um you know talk rising sun on monday and, you know, we, we played all those teams, and we beat all the teams in our, our sectional that we played. And, you know, so they're going to be gunning for us. You know, we're the team to beat. We're not afraid of that. Um, you know, we're embracing it. And, uh, you know, we think if we play our game, um, you know, we, we should handle our business. So it's gonna be a, should be a fun week. Having been one that's played in this rivalry, this game lived up to the rivalry. It was hard fought, well played, great sportsmanship by both teams. Eagles came out on top. Congratulations and good luck to you next week. I appreciate it. I'm already looking forward to the first game next year against them because it's so much fun. Very good. Coach Justin Bowman. Congratulations. Clint Bowman. I said Justin again. Coach Clint <laughs> Bowman. I'm still thinking about Justin Sweeney. Coach Clint Bowman, 
gets an ORVC championship tonight as Eagles go to 17-5, and 6-0 and in the conference. And Bryce, very emotional, oh. uh, just a great guy. And uh, you can see how much it means to him. I like to see that too. Yeah, uh, and you, you don't really see enough of it. I mean, you, you talk to coaches, and and uh, you know they try to they try to stay you know even keel because they want their players to be even keel. But uh, at sometimes you just gotta let it go. And he let it go right here in front of us, and and I thought that was great to see. These guys put their heart and soul no, into this. No and, question. And it, it's good uh, to see that, and it was just raw emotion here. Uh, tonight with on that post game. So, Bryce, we were going to talk real quickly about the South Ripley sectional. Yeah. Uh, it opens up Tuesday night. Milan versus North Decatur here from South Ripley uh, in, in game number one. The Raiders, they drew a bye. They don't play till Friday in this five-team tournament, but they take on uh, perhaps the tournament favored in South Decatur. South Decatur and South Ripley, 6 o'clock on Friday night. The winner of the Milan-North Decatur game will take on Triton Central, also one of the favorites in this tournament in the second game Friday. You know, last year all the focus was on that South Ripley-South Decatur game a year ago, and it ended up that neither one of those teams ended up with a sectional championship. It was Triton Central that came out on top. Triton Central got a great draw. They're sitting in the bye game on Friday night, and they will take on the winner of Milan-North Decatur. I think the Milan-North Decatur game is going to be great on Tuesday. We're going to have that one starting around 6-10, and then we'll be back on Friday night at 540 to bring you uh, South Decatur and South Ripley and uh, that, that, in my opinion, is a toss-up. I agree. It should be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to it, Bryce. We're going to have a great time next week as you and I are also traveling to Connersville on Wednesday night. Greensburg-Connersville game one, Batesville-Franklin County game two. Two outstanding matchups there. Sectional basketball is here, folks, and we got it for you here on Country 103.9 WRBI. No question. And I would like to say, Rob, that you know when you are a sportscaster and you're here in the gym, uh, you don't kill the ratings like you do on the Daily Pod Show with with Tom Snape. <laughs> so you know, I'm thankful that you know people are a little bit more receptive of your presence when it comes to high school basketball because I've never seen negative viewership before on the Daily Pod. But gotcha. uh, yeah, you've really pulled the ratings down on that show. I appreciate that, Bryce. You're welcome. It, it wouldn't be the same working with you if you didn't take. A- a couple of shots before we got off the air. We're going to wrap this thing up before I take any more abuse, and it's after 9.30. We want to say thank you to Athletic Director Jeff Gorl here at South Ripley High School for the hospitality tonight. Also to both coaches, Tyler Teasing and Clint Bowman, for taking time in our pregame show and also uh, being very uh, generous with the time and statistics that they provide to us. Back in the studio, Jeff Smerdell has been running the board for us tonight, doing a fantastic job. Thank you very much, Jeff Smerdell. And we can't do any of this without our outstanding sponsors. We want to say thank you to Garings, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Great Plains Communications, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Ison's Family Pizza, Bruns Gutswiller, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Hurt and Elko, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, SCI Fiber from Southeastern Indiana REMC, Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, Margaret Mary Health, Geist Electronics, Appliances, Bedding, and Furniture, and Ivy Tech. Community College fans, please tune in Monday night to Coach's Corner with Bryce Kendrick. He'll have all the coaches in southeastern Indiana with the best preview of sectional action you will find anywhere. Bryce, great working with you tonight. A pleasure, sir. We'll do it again next week. Final score tonight, the South Ripley Raiders fall to the Jackson Dell Eagles. Jackson Dell, a 59-50 victor. Jackson Dell. Runs their record to 17 and 5. They are undefeated and the ORVC champions. Until next time, here on Country 103.9 WRBI, for my partner Bryce Kendrick, this is Rob Moorhead saying thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic weekend, everyone.